the year 297 of Frithalold, the age of peace. Death is a part of life, Orca whispered into her son's ear. Even though Brekka's arm was drawn back, the ash spear gripped tight in his small white-knuckled fist, and the spearhead aimed at the reindeer in front of them, she could see the hesitation in his eyes, in the set of his jaw. He is too gentle for this world of pain, Orca thought. She opened her mouth to scold him, but a hand touched her arm, a huge hand where Brekka's was small, rough-skinned where Brekka's was smooth. Wait! Thorkel breathed through his braided beard, a cold misting of breath. He stood to her left, solid and huge as a boulder. Muscles bunched in Orca's jaw, hard words already in her throat. Hard words are needed for this hard world. But she held her tongue. Spring sunlight dappled the ground through soft, swaying branches, reflecting brightly from patches of rhymed snow. Winter's last hoarfrost kiss on this high mountain woodland. A dozen reindeer stood grazing in a glade, a thick antlered bull watching over the herd of cows and calves as they chewed and scratched moss and lichen from trunks and boulders. A shift in Brecker's eyes, an indrawn breath that he held, followed by a burst of explosive movement, his hips twisting, his arm moving. The spear left his fist, a hiss as sharp iron sliced through air, a flush of pride in Orca's chest. It was well thrown. As soon as the spear had left Brecker's grip, she knew it would hit its mark. In the same heartbeat that Brecker loosed his spear, the reindeer he had chosen looked up from the trunk it had been scraping lichen from. Its ears twitched and it leapt forwards, the herd around it breaking into motion, bounding and swerving around trees. Brecker's spear slammed into the trunk, the shaft quivering. A moment later there was a crashing from the east, the sound of branches cracking, and a form burst from the undergrowth, huge, slate-furred and long-clawed, exploding into the glade. The reindeer fled in all directions as the beast loped among them, oblivious to all around it. Blood pulsed from a swarm of wounds across its body, long teeth slick, its red tongue lolling, and then it was gone, disappearing into the forest gloom. What was that? Brecker hissed, looking up at his mother and father, wide-eyed, shifting from Orca to Thorkel. A fell wolf. Thorkel grunted as he broke into motion, the stealth of the hunt forgotten. He pushed through undergrowth into the glade, a thick shafted spear in one fist, branches snapping, Orca and Brekka following. Thorkel dropped to one knee, tugged a glove off with his teeth and touched his fingertips to droplets of the wolf's blood, brushing them across the tip of his tongue. He spat, rose and followed the trail of wolf blood to the edge of the glade, then stood there peering into the murk. Brecker walked up to his spear, the blade half sunk into a pine tree and tried to pull it free. His body strained, but the spear didn't move. He looked up at Orca. Grey-green eyes and a pale, muddied face, a straight nose and strong jaw framed with crow-black hair, so much like his father and the opposite of her, apart from his eyes. He had Orca's eyes. I missed, he said, 
his shoulders slumping. Orca gripped the shaft in her gloved hand and tugged the spear free. Yes, she said, as she handed Brecker his spear, half an arm shorter than hers and Thorkel's. It was not your fault, Thorkel said from the glade's edge. He was still staring into the gloom, a thick braid of black-gray streaked hair poking from beneath his woolen null-binding cap, his nose twitching. The fell wolf startled them. Why didn't it kill any of those reindeer? Brecker asked as he took his short spear back from Orca. Thorkel lifted his hand, showing bloodied fingertips. It was wounded, not thinking about its supper. What did that to a fell wolf? Brecker asked. A silence. Orca strode to the opposite end of the glade, her spear ready as she regarded the dark hole in the undergrowth from where the wolf had emerged. 